Hello, everyone, and welcome back to There's a Startup for That, powered by CoCube, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories of collaboration and innovation at corporates. This episode, we are very excited to switch it up a little bit. We have been telling a lot of stories of awesome partnerships through Safe the Corporate series so far, whether it is how Asda tackle food waste with Y Waste or how BMO2 and Aura Vision is rolling out um, their partnership in 300 stores, which, by the way, if you haven't listened to them, um, please check them out on our Spotify or Apple podcast. They are very cool. Mm. Um, so today we have our very first episode of Where Does It Hurt series. Mark, would you like to tell our listeners about this series? Absolutely, with pleasure. So hashtag where does it hurt? So listening to this, you probably can't hear it, but we're actually in an innovation clinic, Neil. Mm. Okay. Um, what we've done is we've invited innovation leaders to come into the clinic. And in the clinic, they're going to share their current challenges that they're currently facing or that's on their mind. And then we're going to present them with the cure. Mm-hmm. Dum, dum, dum. Um, so we're going to present them with three startup solutions to help heal where it hurts. Um, and then after that, we're going to spend some time looking at and discussing what could a partnership look like or some recommendations for how you would take this ailment and go mm-hmm. forward with it. And I'm really excited because this is obviously our first Where Does It Hurt mm-hmm. episode. And we have an absolute legend joining us. Um, so we've got Samir Mazur, who's Chief Innovation Officer and Co-Founder of House of InsureTech to join us into the clinic. So, Samir, welcome to the clinic. Thank you for having me, Mark, Neil. Yes, <laughs> I feel like I've got to pretend to be your doctor or, or <laughs> your innovation um, therapist. But, Samir, tell us, tell us a little bit about, about your role, about House of InsureTech. Give us a little bit of an overview. So, first of all, I've made a sidestep from Chief Innovation Officer to Chief Venturing Officer. Ah, uh, oh, nice. And, okay. Uh, we'll be focusing more and more on um, venturing and venture mm-hmm. building. That's, uh, yeah, that, that was, I think, yeah, a week or two ago. Oh, fresh uh, news. Yeah, okay. Fresh news. I, I, <laughs> the LinkedIn, get that, get that updated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. And uh, so, hits, what is hits about House of Introtech Switzerland? Mm-hmm. It is actually the um, um, the spin-off of the innovation function of uh, Generali, uh, the mm-hmm. global Italian insurer. And uh, we spun it off about three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what does it do? Simply accelerate innovation within Generali business units and with a special focus on, uh, well, in German, you, you call it DAG, in um in uh, in English you call it GSA so Germany Switzerland Austria mm-hmm. and awesome. uh, we work I mean as a as a final point we work exclusively with startup to reach our purpose namely accelerate innovation within general mm-hmm. what a mission um, and going well so far Samir in terms of what you set out to do and and how things have evolved. Um, yes, actually, you can. Currently, we are working with about 13, 14 startups, um, and with different, uh, on different innovation projects, depending on the maturity of the products. Some are taken off, others are ending, and others, okay, we are midway. Obviously, others have been killed. As you know, innovation, it's not about 100%, 100% uh, success. Yeah. You still have okay to kill some babies as you could. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Using the design thinking jargon. Yes, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, no, it's it's really great to have tracked your journey. And I know with some of our team as well and, and the work that they've seen you guys do has been very inspiring. Um, back in the clinic then, our innovation clinic and looking at where, where it hurts, Samir, why don't we focus on your challenge? So you came to us um, with this challenge of collecting all consumers' financial data in one place. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about the challenge about where it hurts for you currently right now and not just physically but also (laughs) (laughs) so where does it hurt here the topic is about financial well-being Mm -hmm. Um, so financial well-being in a nutshell is everything that deals with your money um, Mm -hmm. so what you're cashing in but with what also you're cashing out and how healthy are you with managing your money so Mm -hmm. Does it burn your fingers and you need, to, you need it to spend it all? Or are you um, this kind of squirrel that uh, uh, stores the, 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 you know, the nuts, the walnuts okay, for, for, for the winter? Mm. So how healthy are you um, uh, on those aspects? Why is it a topic? I mean, it's because it addresses a mega trend that is called the retirement, retirement savings gap. Mm. So picture yourself or your future self, uh, let's say when you hit retirement, well, one day before you hit retirement, you will be earning a lot of, let's say, a significant amount of, of, uh, of money compared to when you would have been a, a graduate. Uh, mm-hmm. So huge difference. But one day when you will be, uh, you know, hitting retirement, well, that, uh, that salary that you, that you earned compared to your pension, you'll have a significant gap in between. And mm. that gap is growing. And mm. this is actually uh, um, a hit on the financial well-being of your future self. Yes. So, and, and you have many, many causes okay, behind it. Like, uh, well, first of all, we're all living now under uh, high infl- uh, inflation. Uh, people are going older. The health costs are, are exploding. People do less and less babies, um, consumerism, and so on and so forth. And all these kind of exacerbating factors make the gap grow, well, growing bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. So this is why we are following that, that kind of mega trend and try to find solutions uh, mm. about it. And mm. have you have you started exploring in this area? Like what kind of solutions are out there that could potentially help solve this big challenge coming up to our society, if I could say that. So, yes, we did. And um, the paradox in here is that um, you have a lot of solutions out there. Mm. So people have been addressing this issue for decades, but unfortunately, unsuccessfully. So what is the reason behind it? It's because no one, I mean, because all these solutions are totally scattered. Mm. They are disjointed. And uh, if you, Neil, you would be now searching for uh, improving financial well-being, well, you'd have search results on, you know, go talk to your bank or go talk to, to, to your, insur- uh, your insurer, speak with a financial advisor. By the way, you should also consider your pension. Oh, but you have some debt. So um, you need to manage your debt. So all these kind of... of um, issues you have a solution for them but there is no platform that brings everything all together into a single place 
And at House of Injuretech, or generally, are you looking to build that platform and like trying to find um, solutions to help with the technology behind it, or what's your kind of vision in tackling this challenge? Well, first of all, okay, there is no solution that will be okay. Maybe not fully correct. You have few solutions out there mm-hmm. that are addressing this. You know, the financial well-being into one platform. Mm-hmm. But they are addressed okay country by country. So you have the local <laughs> champion of financial well-being in the US. You have the local champion around mm-hmm. financial well-being in the UK. There is no global uh, solution out there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that's a just to correct okay what what I said okay earlier. Um, so what we are trying to do is exactly address that. So the the vision, the ambition is to have some kind of a global platform around financial well-being and to bring the best in class uh, solutions that I mentioned earlier onto mm. that platform because mm-hmm. the issue is a mega trend and for mm-hmm. definition it is global mm. yeah wow really good insight and I did not know that in terms of for my future self yes <laughs> that the gap is growing <laughs> so I think a lot of our listeners would find it very helpful yeah don't freak out guys we're in the <laughs> clinic we're going to be looking at the cure <laughs> so maybe okay just to to to, to make the teaser even uh let's say uh uh scarier uh let me okay come up with a with a not a fun fact unfortunately but a sad fact mm. is that um one in seven uh swiss pensioner or swiss retired re mm-hmm. um will hit retirement um by 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 being okay below the poverty line Wow. Wow. That's a massive wow. number. This is huge. And one in five, yeah. either being close to the poverty line or below. And we're talking about Switzerland here. Yes. One of the richest country, you know, of Earth. Uh, so that now imagine, okay, for the other countries, okay, in, uh, in Europe or in the OECD, how the situation, okay, might be. Mm-hmm. So it is truly, you know, um, a, a big, big issue. Everyone speaks about Japan being like um, the the oldest, well, or the, the nation with the, the oldest people, yeah. number one nation with the, with the oldest people. Well, guess who? Uh, which nation is number two? It's in Europe, and it's Italy. Oh, okay. so people are living, you know, older, longer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. longer with uh, at least two chronic conditions. Mm-hmm. So they have some health costs. They they get it. They have a uh, a pension, but for, with that pension, they have to pay for rent, uh, for their insurance, taxes, and their health costs. So mm-hmm. uh, on top, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is okay for the for the problem. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we always say at CoCubes, you've got to have a problem worth solving. You know, a painful, severe, frequent problem. If you've got a big problem, then you've got a big opportunity to solve that and make an impact. And yeah. Really looking forward to diving into this. Mm. Yeah, so uh, we have what well, well, now that we talked about the pain points, the problems. Um, we have went out and found three startups um, that could potentially be the cure for your pain points. Um, three that are slightly different from each other. We give you like a variety of things um, and. I think it would be great. Like we'll go through each one of them and just 
full disclaimer, what we present here are publicly available data. Um, so this is what we can find through database, uh, um, what's available out there. Um, but it would be great if we go through each of them. And Mia, if you want to say you want to swipe right for the one that you think will work and swipe left for the one that didn't really, didn't really quite hit the mark. Um, just to add a little bit of a fun way of saying yes or no. Yeah, dating um, with startups, of yeah. course. Nice. <laughs> for the clinic. Um, okay, yeah. so let's jump into the first one. We have Nordigan and they are open banking API. Um, they basically provide a B2B platform for financial data analysis and aggregation. So it enables businesses to access your customer financial data um, from over 2,300 European banks um, in European and uh, countries and the UK. Um, so across 31 countries, this include bank accounts, credit cards, um, to give them a 360 comprehensive view of the customer's financial health. You can then use this to identify trends, categorize transactions, allowing businesses to offer more personalized financial advice to their customers. Um, it also enables businesses to monitor customer behavior, um, detect fraud in real time, helping to mitigate risks and prevent losses. Um, so customers can retrieve historical transactions and refresh their data up to four times per day um, for a continuous 90-day access. So what's really interesting about them also is they operate on a freemium model um, where account information is free to access um, and then you can add on other features on there depending on how you'd like to use it. Um, so yeah, that is Nordigan. Um, what do you think of that, Samir? Would it be a swipe right or left? So swipe right would be Yes. Go. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> swipe left, okay, no go. Um, so I'm more tending to swipe left, and I'm going to say why, because mm -hmm. it's addressing exactly what I said earlier, so part of the equation, mm. which is... Um, so first thing, it is great that it is connecting to uh, all European banks. Mm. So the 2,300 banks, this is very helpful. And second, the second layer is that it provides, it comes with uh, solutions to provide some, some advice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I, I will not say swipe right or left. I'll put it in the middle in the sense of question mark. What mm. are, what are the, the, the financial advices that they uh, come up with? Mm. Um, so I would say question mark on that one. Mm. Uh, if if the the financial advice that they give or, or the solutions are clear, that would be uh, more helpful to know okay what um, what mm. they are bringing there. Mm. And the, I guess the good thing about <clears throat> with a startup, you know, being able as I mean, Samir, in your experience, you know, being able to get under the hood with a startup and really craft a partnership together you know in terms of okay what are they offering how would it complement what you're currently doing how could you build on top of it how could you license or you know even extend beyond what they currently do um with your secret source that you offer so um Definitely. let's go to the next one yes next one is money hub and uh they are similar to nordigan but they offer a slightly another layer, which is the toolkit. So they provide instant open um, data platform financial technology companies. Um, their API provides a single point connection to 
hundreds of different financial accounts, bank accounts, uh, to be able to create super personalized offers, products and services um, that can deliver good outcomes for customers. Um, they also offer, so on top of that, like connecting to various banks and accounts, they offer various toolkits that um, businesses can quickly deploy and launch um, customer customizable engagement platforms such as personal finance management toolkit to give you a holistic financial planning tool, um, account to account open banking payment API um, that allows payment to be made straight from a bank account rather than card based. So there have they have a few toolkits that you can um, deploy and implement pretty quickly instead of trying to build it up yourself in-house. Um, they are also a solution behind many consumer-facing fintech startups, including Auto, which will come on to um, in the next one. But yeah, that's uh, Money Hub. What do you think about that, Samir? So that would be a swipe, right? Um, right. <laughs> it's, um, and this is typically what I, what I, what I um, mentioned also earlier. This is a local champion in mm. the UK. Mm-hmm. So if we want to create a platform around financial well-being, mm-hmm. then this would be a perfect, uh, let's say, uh, uh, partner where we would be build upon our value proposition. Mm-hmm. So they can connect to different uh, features like a Lego bricks. Mm-hmm. So we just need to, to tell them, okay, see that startup out there? We would love to, to, to have them there to complement the offering of our venture and say, okay, no problem. We'll connect okay, via API and then you can put it on top. So I, I like that um, uh, that aspects. The the flip side is is a UK company mm-hmm. and towards the ambition, you know, of becoming global. I think that can be limiting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good question to ask to see what the roadmap would look like to go global mm-hmm. um, with Money Hub. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we have our last one who I have spoiled the name just now, um, but we have <laughs> Otto and they were pretty, I would say from the three that we presented today, they're the newest one. Um, and I threw them in that as a kind of like a, a bit of a variation because they are D2C platforms. So they dealing directly with consumers um, and they provide a holistic view of your financial life in one platform. So integrating various financial accounts, tools into a single dashboard. So you log in, you can see your net worth, you can see your monthly income, um, if you have any mortgages, uh, so you can see everything in there. Um, it allowing it allows customers to be able to monitor their transactions and balances in one place. You don't have to switch apps to see where, you, where your financial health is at. Um, they also provide things like budgeting, expense tracking features, um, allowing customers to set financial goals and track their progress towards them. Um, so this ensures that, you know, customers focusing on things that matters most um, don't get sidetracked. And if you're working towards a certain goal, like buying a house, you can then um, set that goal, track your budget and hopefully help you reach that goal quicker and um, so their aim is to help users make informed financial decisions to help improve their overall financial well-being um so that it's otto what do you think about that samir um i think similar to money hub so swipe rights um well for, but it's more 
this time as well, probably because it's on top of Money Hub. Mm. So it's uh, one of those uh, Lego blocks mm. that uh, uh, we would love to make a partnership with, mm. not only on the layer uh, of Money Hub, but also um, uh, on those who offer this kind of aspects around financial well-being. Mm. Um, and if we manage to find like a five or six or, or seven, let's say, different kind of other partners, then uh, we might have something more exhaustive around mm. financial well-being. Um, because financial well-being is beyond, uh, let's say, your bank accounts and mm. um, your investment accounts and credit cards. It mm. is These are crucial parts, but it's only part of your financial well-being. So uh, we need to find other partners to make a complete picture, an, an exhaustive picture about your financial well-being. Mm-hmm. So well, swipe right. And maybe an, uh, a final comment is... Let's say the same uh, caveat that uh, Money Hub uh, has, namely, is also a local champion in the UK. Mm. Mm. So we would need to have, let's say, a, a more regional champion, like a U- European uh, champion, mm-hmm. or even better, a global one. But uh, for the moment, I'd say, as a uh, as a start, swipe right. Awesome. And having seen these three startups, uh, I think you mentioned a little bit about like partnership and stuff like that. What kind of collaboration or partnerships are you, can you kind of envision with, with these three or with the ones that you would say you would swipe right? Yeah. So assuming that auto and money hub would have uh, a European slash a global uh, ambition mm-hmm. um, is to build on money hub Mm. So have the ground layer that they offer and uh, and start with uh, the first Lego blocks like uh, Auto and combine it with uh, with the other Lego blocks okay, that, that we have, uh, let's say, in-house and uh, start connecting them upon Money Hub mm. and start mm-hmm. to, uh, to have, um, you know, developing a uh, financial well-being community. Wow. Yeah. Big idea. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is cool. We love it. Mm. And so, um, so having seen all these three startups and thinking a little bit about how you can work with them, um, do you think they have cured your pain points to a certain extent a little bit? Or um, does it kind of like help you, I don't know, maybe form like a building blocks for next ideas or be like an inspiration for your further challenge like mark said it's a it's a big ambition so yeah. i'll say that uh, uh because the sickness of this kind of retirement savings gap it's it's huge so yeah it's, uh, it's a great first treatment uh but i mean the treatment is, is going to be a uh, long-standing um but but at least okay it goes towards the right direction mm. Mm. that's awesome yeah what i've picked up here is We've come into the clinic with quite quite a big quite a big problem, and as you as we've dived into some of the solutions, we realised that actually it's through the power of partnerships and others. You know, this is just one way into solving that problem, but there are many other partners. You know, I think your Lego brick analogy of you know building on to tackle this quite massive problem is um, is really perceptive and insightful because you're not just going to have one solution that's going to mm you know, do everything, a silver bullet. 
but a series of partnerships and and collaborations. Um, have you enjoyed your experience in the clinic, Samir? Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, if you have, um, you know, this kind of uh, 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 NPS like uh, smiley faces, you know, uh, next to yes. the exit door, then okay, so it would be okay, big smiley. <laughs> I love those. They're always like when I don't know you, when you leave the toilet, you have those like green i'm not sure if it's like your experience in the toilet or the toilets or like what are you rating i don't know i've never seen it in the toilets but uh i've seen it okay let's say must be a uk thing yeah they always have like airports yeah it's always customer data on something um samir to, to end we always ask our guests one question um and our one question is if you could give one piece of advice to any corporate innovation leader out there listening to this, what would it be? What's your one bit of advice? Um, first of all, I would say that corporate innovation is uh, a very difficult task, mm. especially if you are within that corporate. Um, but as soon as you create an entity and you try to spin it off and put it alongside the corporate with, a, with another branding, um, mm. it makes the life of the corporate and the life of the uh, that kind of corporate innovation unit uh, much, much, okay, uh, uh, easier mm. because you are with that uh, independent corporate unit, mm. you are allowed to fail. You have the freedom. You can increase the speed of experimentation. Whereas if you do it inside, um, you're not allowed to fail. <laughs> so we want to see 100% success. Mm. And innovation is not has never been a one hundred percent success journey. So try to have an independent unit that has that kind of freedom. It will give you speed and results uh, faster than if it was within. That would be my mm. two cents. Love that, and you clearly made that work as well. So um, thank you for sharing, and I hopefully you take that as advice you leaders who are listening in to the clinic today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that. Well, yeah, let us know, um, listeners, what you think about the story via our social media channel so you can find us at Cold on LinkedIn and Twitter. If you have something keeping you up at night, a pain point you never seem to be able to solve and would like us to help heal where it hurts, please get in touch with us at connect at cocube.com. Thank you, Samia, so much for joining us today. Um, we're glad you had a great experience with a big smiley face <laughs> on our NPS score. <laughs> um, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We will see you in the next episode. Bye.